Hello, hello everybody. This is Pastor Chip. I hope you're doing well. It's Friday. And uh, up in the mountains it's been cold. But we got a prediction for a monster snow this weekend. So Monday we'll see if we if we have that snow or if or if I got covered up by a giant snowball or the abominable snowman comes and finds me. Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, there's a lot going on in our world. A lot. I hear grumblings and rumblings from people about the way the things are going in our our uh, political field and the world. And, uh, I went to the grocery store amongst everybody in our county today and I hear grumblings in there and the prices of food and the shelves are bare and, and um it's just crazy it's a madhouse so i didn't know really what to talk about today and i sat and prayed about it a little bit and lord put a word on my brain, and it was panic. So I got to looking at panic, but it took me to a different section in the Bible, and actually, it's a very, very long chapter. I'm not going to read it all, uh, but it's broken up in two parts, and um, it's Deuteronomy 28, and it starts. In, uh, verse 1, and it goes over to verse 14. 14 verses. It's a short section, and it's titled, Blessings on Obedience. And it's talking about the nation of Israel. And we're today, we are that nation, because the Lord has made us His people. We've been grafted into the vine, and we are... The nation. And he talks about, well, I'll read some of it to you. It shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments which I have commanded you today, that the Lord your God will set you on high above all nations of the earth. And all these things shall come upon you and overtake you because you shall obey the voice of the Lord your God. It says, Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, and the increase of your herds, and the increase of your cattle, and the offspring of your flocks. And it goes on and on and on to say all the blessings the Lord's going to give us in 14 verses. Um, it says, The Lord will establish you as a holy people. Uh, he says that the all the people of the earth shall see that you're called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. People, that's that's prophetic right there, because after World War II, we were the great nation that the whole world would look at and knew that we were a Christian nation. We had values. We were the breadbasket of the world. There wasn't nothing that the American people couldn't put their hands to 
that we didn't prosper from, that we couldn't build, we couldn't make. It says, um, the Lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body and the increase of your stock and in the produce of your ground and land. The Lord swore to your fathers. It says, he will open his good treasure to us, to heavens, and give rain to our land and bless the work of our hand. And it says, you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. That's prophetic. If you know about the Lend-Lease Act and how we lent to all the European powers after World War II, we were the great financial bank. And now, we're not. We owe so much, we can't even pay the interest. It says, and the Lord will make you the head and not the tail, and you'll be above and not beneath. And if you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and are careful to observe them, so you shall not turn aside from any of the words which I command you this day, to the right or the left, or to go after other gods and serve them. Well, we have blown that all to heck. We ain't nothing today on the world market. We're a we're a disgusting disgrace. We're the laughing stock of the world. We worship anything that goes. We we do anything with sex. We we want to change our sex. We tear down our history. We're our monuments. We're the laughing stock of the world. We have become the Sodom and Gomorrah. We are. Sodom and Gomorrah today. <laughs> then there's a second section. That's what he's telling us, blessings on obedience. If we obey those 14 verses, he's telling us how he's going to reward us to make us profitable, rich, a rich country. But then he talks about the second section, says, Curses on disobedience. Well, I said the first one was 1 through 14 verses, so this one starts on verse 15. And it does not end until 68 verses later. 15 to 68. He had a lot to say about what's going to happen if we're disobedient. Well, people, we're disobedient. There ain't no if in that question. Statement. So I'm going to start off and I'm going to read a little bit. It says, But if, but it shall come to pass, if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all His commandments and His statutes, which I command you today, that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Curses. You hear that? Curses. It says, Cursed shall you be in the city, and cursed shall you be in the country. Cursed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Cursed shall be the fruit of your body and the produce of your land, and the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks. Cursed shall you be when you come in, and cursed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will send you Cursing, confusion, and rebuke in all that you set your hand to do until you are destroyed and until you perish quickly because of the wickedness 
of your doings in which you have forsaken me. The Lord will make you will make the the Lord will make the plague cling to you until he has consumed you from the land you're going to possess. Says he will strike us with consumption, with fever, with inflammation, with severe burning, fever, with the sword, with scorching, with mildew. You hear all that? But there's one one section that really stuck out to me. That's verse 58 to 63. He says, If you do not careful, carefully observe all the words of this law that are written in this book, that you may fear this glorious and awesome name, the Lord your God, then the Lord will bring upon you and your descendants extraordinary plagues. Man, are we there? Are we there yet? great and prolonged plagues, and serious and prolonged sickness. How long's COVID been going on? Two, two and a half years? Moreover, he will bring back on you all the diseases of Egypt which you were afraid, and they shall cling to you. Also, every sickness and every plague which is not written in this book of the law will the Lord bring upon you until you are destroyed. You shall be left few in number, whereas you were as the stars of heaven in multitude, because you would not obey the voice of the Lord your God. And it shall be that just as the Lord rejoiced over you to do you good and multiply you, so the Lord will rejoice over you to destroy you and to bring you to nothing. And you shall be plucked from off the land from which you go to possess. Man, he made it pretty uh, pointed, didn't he? If we do not honor and worship him, he is going to pluck us off this earth, going to make us sick, going to destroy us. Well, people, let me... I hear people say um, that, you know, America's a promised nation. Um, nothing's going to happen to us. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't understand why some people live in a, in a state of, what's the word? Um, you think nothing can happen to you. You think that you're safe forever. Well... There is no guarantees, people. We are not safe forever. There is nothing that says that this great nation that we're in cannot be destroyed. Nothing. I mean, look what happened in World War One. The Ottoman Empire. Most people don't even know about the Ottoman Empire. Austria, 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 Hungarian Empire encompassed all of Europe. Prussia, that used to be uh, Poland and parts of Germany and Belgium, used to be the great empire of Prussia. I'm sure that all those countries thought that they would last forever. 
And one day they woke up, and they was beat in a war, and they were carved up into little states. Look at uh, Korea. Now they're north and south. How about Vietnam? It went from uh, Indochina, French Indochina is what they used to be, and then they had the Vietnam War, and then they were Vietnam, and then they were north and south. And I mean, look, at, nothing is guaranteed. Nothing except death and judgment. That's guaranteed. You will face judgment. You will die, and you will be judged. And, and I just don't understand why people think that it's not going to happen to the United States. You know, shoot, 10 years. This country may, be, may not even exist the same as we know it today. I mean, look at what they've done. They've tore down our statues. They're tearing up our history. They're rewriting things that they think is the way it ought to be or whatever. But, you know, it would not be unimaginable for the West Coast to belong to Russia. And the East Coast belonged to China or Great Britain or whoever. In the South, in the Southwest, who knows what could come up from Mexico and take us over? People, we are, we are only one bad decision away in this government that we're living in, in this country, from being destroyed. We are not the apple of God's eye. We're not even we're not even a grape in his bowl of fruit. We have done so much to rub God's face in what we're doing that he's probably ashamed. You know, me personally, I have to think and wonder um why have we lasted this long? What, what is going on with this country? Does he have a, a big plan? Is he going to turn it around? Is he waiting for a moment when we're all going to pray and have a revival and turn things around? Is that what's going to happen? I would, I would say if that's going to happen, somebody needs to start doing something because it don't look good right now. We we are not good. We are not. He is not getting a, a great return on his investment, as I guess I should say. And every God-fearing person out there in the United States and and in the world, if if you're worried about things that are happening or going to happen or how we're going to survive, I hope, I hope you're praying. I hope you're praying every day. Because just sitting around worrying and, and griping and complaining is not going to help a thing. We need to get this nation turned around. We need to get it prayed back up. We need to get leaders back in like we had, like Donald Trump, you know. Is there a perfect leader? No. 
But if a leader has the interest of the country and the people and the interest of God and keeping this nation in order, then that's what we need. How many, how many thousands, hundreds of thousands of precious babies do we abort every year? You think God's happy about that? Man, we're on a collision course with destruction. And we're pretty much almost there, if you ask me. And this is Pastor Chip. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. God bless you. Keep praying. And uh, maybe we'll see a change in things this year. Let's hope so. Let's pray so. Let's pray we do. God bless.